Welcome to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast. Well, we're really pleased to be joined today by Lal Delay, who's in Turkey. She's in Istanbul, so many thanks for joining us. She's a graduate of interior architecture and environmental design, um, and she's currently studying for a master's in landscape architecture. Her recent, um, research, her recent research was published um, on the impact of biophilic design elements on the atmospheric perception of interior space. And it's really interesting because she talks about the sensory elements of biophilic design. And I'm, I'm really thrilled um, to have her here today. So Lol, thanks, thanks for joining us. And thank you for your lovely invitation, Vanessa. I'm very honored to be here today and talk about biophilic design is such a, a multidisciplinary platform. So thank you. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you. Um, well, um, yeah, maybe if you could just start off by telling us about yourself and, and you know, and what your specialism is. Yes, of course. Uh, if I briefly introduce myself, as you said, I'm graduated from the uh, University of Economics, Department of Interior Architecture and Environmental Design. And currently I'm a graduate student at Istanbul Technical University Landscape Architecture Master Program. Uh, and I trying to specialize on the effects of biophilic design elements on human perception in interior, interior spaces. Uh, the human nature and space relationships has always been fascinating for me. So I am very excited to work in this field. <laughs> and, and sort of really, what does the term biophilic design mean to you? Can you explain that to us, please? Yes, of course. Uh, I think to me, biophilic design is the way that design should be, actually. I cannot imagine a space that is not connected to nature and human. Uh, so as biophilia means love for life and living systems, the design concept integrates with nature uh, into our lives and born as a solution to livable spaces, actually. And that is why I started discovering the design elements of biophilic design to be able to understand the relation with the space and the people that are using it and researching about biophilia i guess is the best way to understand the connection with nature and human from the very beginning it's really true isn't it yeah, yeah. And, and just just following on from that we 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 spoke before we started the recording about yeah. painting behind you and yeah. one that you've you've created so people who are listening must go to journalofbiophilicdesign.com because the video will be on there so they can see the the image but um, can you just tell us about the picture that you you painted Yes, I guess uh, even this painting takes uh, inspiration from nature with the sun and the moon and the faces and everything. So it's a big part of uh, taking inspiration from nature for me. Uh, and even I reflect that to my paintings, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's the thing, it's very eye-catching and I can see mountains and water and lakes and there's yeah. abstract. It's like lots of primary colours and, and sort of tones of colours. It's, it's beautiful. It's, an, it's a tripartite uh, piece. So I encourage people who are listening to go to the journal biophilicdesign.com and have a have a look at this video. So um, thank you very much. Well, we're going back on biophilic design. Um, why is it really important now in particular? Um, and, and who is it most important for? 
Yes, yes. Um, I think biophilic design has always in, been important uh, to keep the relation between nature and human, but it is even more important now with the increasing urbanization. And do you know that in the conditions of the modern world, people spend almost 90% of their time in the indoors and possibly with this pandemic situation, it's even more. And despite that, a significant number of offices, hospitals, schools, the citizens spent their daily life are actually not uh, designed well, uh, not, have no connection with the outside or not, proper, not, not have a proper air circulation and far from human skill and needs. And that's why I guess the citizen is need to connect more with the nature. That's why uh, I think it's even more important for the citizens who live in a big cities and the crowd and everything. Yeah, exactly. And of course, you being in Istanbul, you'd you'd be you're fully aware of the the, the, yeah. the, the craziness and the you know the, the sort of condensed atmosphere that you get in 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 a city. I mean, I'm I'm originally from London, and so my stomping ground was always central London, and and just yeah. I mean, obviously, it's completely different now because obviously lockdown, but it's kind of um, it's sort of polarity when when everything's back to normal. There's the busyness of the city and the kind of harsh and the concrete aspect, and then where we are now, where we're stuck in our homes. Um, and we're stuck between four walls and it's all, um, you know, isolating. Uh, so, yeah, the so biophilic design is, is really um, soft, isn't it? It's kind of it's harmonizing for us. So um, I, I'd love to talk a bit more about your the research that you've published, if that's OK. Um, can you tell us the title of your research and, uh, and sort of briefly what it was aiming to show? Yes, yes, of course. Um, my research was about the effect of biophilic design elements on the atmospheric perception on the interior space, actually. And uh, my aim to do the study is examine how the human nature relationship is reflected in the interior spaces within the scope of biophilic design strategy. Uh, and I try to draw attention to the importance of biophilic design elements in the interior space and to analyze the contribution of biophilic design method to the indoor atmosphere in the sensory environment because uh, we sense the world with all our senses and it, I think it's important to understand it better. Yeah absolutely yeah I mean can you explain what you mean by by indoor atmosphere? Yes, yes, of course. Actually, an atmosphere, the first thing that we perceive when we enter the space, uh, we are as humans using all our senses to explore the world we are living in. So we look around, we observe, we touch our surroundings and sense the material differences, hear some sounds, smell the environments and do all of them at the same time. So the presence of those all mixed sense creates an atmosphere in the space. That, I, that was what I mean by indoor atmosphere actually okay great and um, so it's like the mood emotion um, ambience yes, yes. so what were the results that you found um on the impact on humans sort of mentally and, and physically the healing effect of biophilic design may be one of the most important positive result of this design strategy because it can be co considered as both physical and mental effect uh, and actually uh, since the beginning of 
beginning of time, the healing techniques were applied with the help of nature. Uh, nature was sometimes the raw material in the medicines and sometimes the conditions it provides. Um, for example, maybe you know it better than I do, but in the Ottoman Empire and ancient Greece, they used this nature connection uh, with the sounds of matter or with the spending time in the nature. So uh, it's a thing that not we recently know. It's, uh, we can see in the history and uh, maybe nowadays uh, the medicinal conditions are pushing us to drugs and surgery first but it's something that we can heal ourselves with the, in touch with nature and uh, I want to share a study in this moment uh, it was uh, environmental psychologist Roger Ulrich's if I pronounce it right, uh, study. And it was uh, a discovery actually that is, he found in 1984. And he focused in the study the, the relationship between the surgery, uh, the recovery rooms after surgery and the natural appearance in the room affects uh, the healing in, after the surgery. So uh, this much biophilic design is important for us. Uh, th that is what I mean. Uh, in the, even in the hospital rooms, the biophilic design strategy reduced the need for medication and improved the be behavior during the recovery process. That's a big deal, I guess, for biophilic design. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they needed less um, that, that study. Yeah, wasn't it? They needed less medication. They got re recovered quicker. And um, obviously, mm -hmm. obviously, time, time and, and money gets people out of beds quicker and everything. Yes. So in terms of uh, healthcare, it's a huge um, economic impact as well as on the well-being of the, of the patients. Um, you mentioned about sort of ancient Greece, obviously, yes. as I said to you, my PhD in, in Greek and well, yeah, I, did a, I did a commentary on, on uh on an ancient Greek author who was based in Turkey, actually, he was based in Asia Minor. And, um, but I just want to say, yeah, you're right, because you had the Asclepions, you know, from Asclepius, um, who was like the sort of god of, of healing, the sort of mm -hmm. like the doctor god, as it were. Um, and you have his, um, the, 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 um, what's it called there? There's a, <laughs> I've actually forgotten the name of it. Gosh, it's, it was, it was about 20 odd years ago. So I'm forgiven for forgetting it. Um, but um, it's the symbol that the, the doctors have now, isn't it? With a snake going yes, around yeah. and actually comes from Asclepius. So, and they were so beautiful. I mean, I've, I've been on site and in, in Turkey and uh, actually the, the healing, the places of healing there are so beautiful and calm and they're in the, they're in the countryside. Um, they, you know, they're surrounded by mountains and there's water going past and this holistic um, way of, of, of living, of, of, you know, of healing yourself. I think um, it's really nice that you've, you've brought that up actually. Yeah, um, I should explore that some more sometime. Um, uh, yeah, can you, I mean, so you, in, your, in your study, um, you explore the sensory elements of biophilic design. I mean, can you explain what they are um, and, um, and then sort of how they, you know, how the sort of biophilic, biophilic design elements affect the atmospheric perception on space you know you mentioned about organic naturalistic design and stuff too yes yes of course i can mention that um as it defined in the literature actually design elements of biophilic design uh, can be classified as plants water color shapes and forms inspired by nature the animals natural lighting fire ventilation and natural materials and i tried 
to analyze those elements in comparison with the census, actually. And uh, I can may maybe give some examples of how I connect those design elements with the sensorial experience and perception in this space. Right. For example, let's start with plants. <laughs> it is the most clear strategies that we, how we invite nature in, uh, I guess. Uh, and in the context of design, the use of plants in clusters, single or in a diffuse forms, uh, affect its atmospheric perception of the interior space. It's not the same to use a single plant or a group of plants and uh, it all changed actually the plan in the interior. Oh. And uh, another point of view is the ecological context of the plant species. It's also important way, way to make a biophilic design um, to, to be able to use with different species. And I think at this point, the using of local plants instead of exotic species maybe is much more valuable for sustain itself. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, and another thing that I want to mention about this plant use of plants, it's not like uh, we are using an object in the interiors, they are changing self. Mm. Um, they're living creatures and they change their colors uh, in the spring, in the autumn, and they have flowers, they smell. We sense the plants with all our senses and uh, we should think uh, and consider um, all the sensorial experience that we are having with plants, not only visually, but uh, with all our senses. Uh, and it's an important thing to be aware of that um, while using plants in the interiors, I guess. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sort of other senses, I mean, like sound or, or whatever. Can you can you give us another example, maybe? Yes, yes, of course. Maybe I can example of a daylight. <laughs> we can use daylight as a design element in the interiors and it contributes to human health. Uh, the space perception is, uh, I can uh, say that we need light uh, to perceive the environments we are living in. Uh, we cannot see anything without any light and we need that vitamin D to be healthy in the environment. It's not only uh, a visual think that we see light and we feel happy we need it to be uh, sustain our health so um, that's how it's important and uh, if we examine daylight uh, as a design material we can use it uh, as a, in a strategic way too we can uh, create shadows in the inside we can use it in a diffuse way or a directly way uh, we can create openings differently in architectural sense and um, the introduction of this uh, daylight can be a creative thing in the interior that we can use so we can uh, support it with the use of color the space organization and use of materials so it's a design element that uh, i think we should consider to use it it's not only a window and sunlight is coming inside it's i guess more than that it's very true isn't it really yeah and I, I remember chatting to dr sally augustine you know the environmental psychologist who's yeah. also a really good friend as well um but she mentions about movement um you know you have like slight movement like you get in nature and how important mm -hmm. that is and i just what you're picking up what you're saying about creating shadows and things i mean we're having a very sort of soft you know movement it kind of it does it creates that sort of you know cascade of light or or a beautiful um 
you know, it's, I suppose it's, then it replicates sitting under a tree, doesn't it? In, yeah. in summer, where you have, you know, that dappled sunlight, which is kind of that idyllic kind of environment when people talk about being, having a picnic or being outside. I mean, you know, I just can't wait for picnic time. So, um, <laughs> but it's, but it's going to be so nice to just be outside and be under, like you say, you know, that sort of creating that shade, but replicating that in interiors is really important. Um, is there another sort of uh, sensory element that you would like to to talk about? Uh, yes, of course. And uh, maybe I can talk about it about a little bit better. <laughs> it's an also <laughs> an element that we can use in the interior as a design element. But it's more importantly, it's the uh, source of life for us. <laughs> we can drink it. We can we can't live without it. <laughs> That's how much it is important. And in the interiors, we can support it with the artificial lights, with the plants uh, and materials, and it gives us an opportunity to experience the interior in a different way. And think of that with the uh, water, we can create a calm atmosphere, and also with the waterfalls, uh, for example, we can creates more interactive atmosphere in the interior so it's a different material to use uh, it's uh, very uh, mind-opening to explore this all uh, how we can use those materials i guess yeah yeah exactly yeah and with water i suppose you're right isn't it really is um you make and i and i'd like the, you know the research that you've done and how you've um you you know you analyze the results and it's you know it's all peer review as well but you you always come back to the fact that the the elements of the sensory you know biophilic design elements are, are all linked to life are all linked to things that are essential to us like you say water is essential to us you know light is essential to us for the vitamin d and there's there's these sort of positive elements that go through which are essential for our life so actually to shut ourselves off from that it's it's crazy isn't it really you know it's such you know um is, is there anything else that you would like to add um i can say that as a total thing to uh, conclude this exploring and sensorial part of this using of those elements it's with the right techniques and right sensorial strategies it is possible to design biophilic interiors that create perceptual differences in the interior atmosphere and uh, it is uh, very important to um, understand and explore the right techniques while using it. It is possible to improve the indoors with the quality, with the indoor, the indoor quality and achieve harmony in the space. Uh, just exploring that is um, how much in, is important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, people um, will download your your research we'll go and find it um again i'll put the link on the journal of biophilic design.com so they can come and have a look at your um you know the other links as well I'll, I'll i'll put things on there but people can find what you're what you're up to and um and read your research which i think is, is really valuable um and just really kind of a, a final question i don't want to go i mean i, I did want to before we go actually before we go <laughs> um i do i would love to get you back on again because obviously your masters are in in landscape architecture and i would love to talk to you about biophilic design in in sort of urban environments um at some stage you know so um if you're up for that i would love you know when you're when you're sort of doing your studies you know you know the elements of what you're what you're working on how the benefits of biophilic design can can help 
can help us in urban environments. I'd, I'd love that. So to see where you're where you're going with that. So um, but anyway, so that's that's my personal. I'm going to get you back. Um, okay. Um, so if just sort of final question, which we ask everybody, a kind of magic question. If we if we had a a magic brush of biophilia, um, what would the world look like? And that's a really dream question. <laughs> I love that question. Um, I would really want that every single person who understands the value of nature with my magic brush, I guess, and especially designers who are designing the environments that we are living in. And I think, uh, I believe that it shouldn't be a luxury to be uh, access to nature. And that's why I guess the painting I would draw uh, with my magic brush <laughs> would be a serene landscape that gives a sense of depth. And uh, because this is exactly what nature makes me feel like, relaxing and liberating. And maybe at this point I want to give a quotation from Albert Einstein. <laughs> he said that look deep in the nature and you will understand everything better. <laughs> I would draw a painting that everyone look and understand the importance of nature. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast.